Speaking of Travel is sponsored by the Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. When you fly home, you're home. Plan your next trip at flyavl.com. Prestige Subaru, outfitting Western North Carolina for adventure with the 2019 Crosstrek. Find out how to make it yours at prestigesubaru.com. And Urban Escape Vehicles, a camper van rental service in Asheville, North Carolina. Get a taste of van life and book your adventure vehicle today. Visit uevrental.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC. Now, you guys be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. You'll receive the latest travel news and travel tips and some really fabulous upcoming vacation destination opportunities, including a really awesome trip to Cuba in February 2020 with Small Footprint Travels. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, tuned in. Pretty much every podcast platform is now airing Speaking of Travel. Well, I have to tell you, I love going to a good food festival. Whenever there's one happening here in Asheville, North Carolina, I am totally there. You know, it's a chance to give in to my love for food. But it's not really just about the food. Going to food festivals expands our culture and a bit more of the world. I'm telling you, they can be truly emotional experiences. Now, imagine a food festival that's a multi-day immersive experience that explores Asheville's unique community of growers and farmers, brewers and chefs, craftspeople and artists. Well, you're in luck. Asheville's newest event, Chow Chow, is happening September 12th through 15th, 2019, and it's going to celebrate the vibrancy of Asheville's culinary scene and the many diverse hands that come together to create the colorful flavors of our little corner of Southern Appalachia. From nationally recognized chefs to multi-generational farmers to millers and bakers, potters, weavers, and brewers, Chow Chow is shining a light on the spirit of this region, and we are here today to tell you more. So joining me today is going to be Chef Katie Button and Jail Radican. Also, Kevin Barnes and Connie Matisse. And I'm here right now with Chef Katie Button, who, along with her husband, Felix Miana, are the co-husband uh, and wife partners be- behind Katie Button Restaurants, including Courte Tapas Bar and Button and & Company Bagels and Courte Trips, the culinary travel expeditions to Spain and Portugal. Katie, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So, Katie, you and and so many here in Asheville, so many of the um, culinary people and uh, the brewers, it, it's a huge undertaking. Tell us about Chow Chow and what's what's making Chow Chow different from other food and wine festivals. 
Absolutely. Well, um, you know, this has been something that a lot of us have been talking about for a few years in the making and and planning and, you know, uh, the festival Chow Chow. And, you know, the reason is because, you know, we really wanted a way to celebrate what we loved and found so special about the area that we live in. I mean, there's a ton of reasons why I live in Asheville, but the, um, I mean, including the mountains and the rivers, but the main reason that I moved here and decided to open a restaurant here and just fell in love with it was because it is a community of makers. You know, if you think about the size of Asheville and then you look at the beekeepers, the cheesemakers, the distillers, the brewers, the potters, the woodworkers, the metalworkers, the, you know, chefs, um, restaurateurs, uh, people who do bean-to-bar chocolate and coffee roasting and, I mean, and milling their own flour. The list is insane in both quantity and quality. And I think that that relates back to kind of just how the city was founded from the beginning and what makes it special. And we, you know, myself and the other board members like Jill and Connie and Kevin, who are all here today, um, really wanted to create something that allowed those craftsmen and makers to tell their story and um, and share it with the public and you know media and uh, so that we can ensure the success of the makers in Asheville and the future growth in this unique independent way. Um, and I think that's really the purpose um, and what's at the heart and soul of the festival. And then beyond that, you know, we have big hearts and we didn't want, you know, we can't just do something that's all about eating, drinking and, and looking at, at you know, um, uh, crafts that relate around the table. We want to make sure that we are being mindful of our impact on the environment and food waste. And we're working with partners like Food Connection and MANA. MANA is our primary philanthropic partner to help re- like capture um, food, redirect it. Uh, we're also setting up composting. And then you know, food insecurity is the other kind of major philanthropic prong to our festival. And that's September is hung, happens to be Hunger Awareness Month. So it's perfect timing for a festival September 12th. And um, we really wanted, you know, MANA's mission about getting food to those in need in our community um, is one that we all really get behind and support. And it's something that is greatly needed. So those are kind of the keys to the festival and why, you know, we're excited to present this and, um, and put this on. So what would you say, Katie, to the uh, people who are going to come to Chow Chow to experience this festival uh, and it's, it's brand new? Uh, what, what can we expect when we get there? Absolutely. So the main event is happening right in the middle of downtown Asheville in Pack Square. It's the Pickled in the Park like section and grand tasting. And that's happening Friday, Saturday and Sunday from one to four. Um, in that area, we have, you know, a 
food truck rodeo where we've got lots of our local food trucks serving up food. And then there's the maker's market that you can browse and get familiar with what people are creating in this region. Um, apart from that, our philanthropic partners will be out there showcasing what they're passionate about in some sort of interactive experience. Um, Nana is going to be talking about their food pantry and having people understand what that looks like. And then, um, and then inside the grand tasting itself, which is kind of the big fun event that's happening, there'll be over 50 beverage and food um, professionals working in that space every day. And some of them will be there all weekend. Like I'll be there cooking very large paellas Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then some of them are going to be rotating through. We've got a large support of local people, but then there's some really surprising guests, um, guests attending like Vivian Howard doing a demonstration on Friday and Jose Andres is coming Saturday to cook paella with me in, in the park and Sunday being locals day is a reduced ticket for locals and we've got live music. And basically once you get in with your ticket, everything that you're accessing and experiencing, the people you're talking to, the food that you're eating, the beverages that you're enjoying is all included. And um, it's going to be a really fun learning experience and also um, a great way to interact with uh, professionals that you're passionate about. And then we have signature events going on around town as well um, outside of those three days. But if you're coming to the festival, I would say don't miss buying your ticket to Pickled in the Park because you just don't want to miss it. Well, I don't think anybody's going to want to miss any of it, Katie. And I can't thank you enough for being here and filling us in on on what the festival is about and the mission. And I'm excited to be able to talk to Jail, the uh, CEO of French Broad Chocolate, and Kevin here of Ultimate Ice Cream, and Connie Matisse uh, of East Fork. You all are doing such a great thing. We can't wait to see you in September. Thank you so much. Thank you, Katie. This is Marilyn Ball. We're here talking Chow Chow. We'll be right back. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Your adventures don't stay in one place, so why should you? Take a road trip in a camper van that's pet-friendly, comfortable, and ready for adventure. Urban Escape Vehicles is a camper van rental service in Asheville, North Carolina. For some local camping ideas, check us out on Instagram at urban underscore escape underscore vehicles or visit uevrental.com and use coupon code RADIO to receive a 20% discount on your first camper van rental. 
That's UEVrental.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Speaking of travel, this is Marilyn Ball, your host, and I am so excited. We're here talking about the newest big event here in Asheville, North Carolina, Chow Chow. It is going to be just a, a vibrant culinary event and so much more. And I'm here with three really awesome people here in the studio. And I want to say to each and every one of you, I have been so psyched that you're going to be here today because... What you all do here in Asheville um, is really great. You're part of what makes Asheville so special and um, and so vibrant. Uh, I've got J.L. Radican, the co-founder and CEO of French Broad Chocolate. Uh, French Broad Chocolate began in 2006. It was just a little mom-and-pop farmer's market stand. Now you've grown to 90-plus employees. You've got your chocolate lounge and boutique. You've got your experiential uh, chocolate factory and cafe and your ice creamery. JL, thank you so much for being here on the show today. Thank you, Marilyn. I'm happy to be here. And you've been involved from, you all have been involved from the beginning, right? Yes. Are you all on the board? Yes. Okay. And here we've got Kevin Barnes, the founder of Ultimate Ice Cream. Yum. Uh, You guys created (laughs) some amazing, innovative flavors. Thank you. You source from the local farmers. I love that. It means that if you pick a strawberry in the field in the morning, you mix it in your ice cream. That's exactly right. <laughs> I yeah. love it. And strawberry. If you happens. look out of your window right now and see cows around Asheville, we're probably getting some of their milk. Yum. Yum. And then Connie Matisse, you were the co-founder of East Fork, the durable ceramic dinnerware, and you... You know, it's just such beautiful, beautiful ceramics made here with the people who you're celebrating, mm-hmm. who are doing really great things, mm-hmm. putting all their creativity into um, into making things that mm-hmm. we can use, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, thank Useful. you all for being here. And I want to talk to you a little bit about um, just some of the overall key events, how this festival even came to be. Jay, let's talk let's start with you. Give us Katie gave us a pretty good overview of the festival, what the mission is about. But tell us a little bit more about um, some of the events and some of the key events that are going to be happening at Chow Chow. Sure. So it was really hard to narrow down and a set of events for our first year of this festival. It's easy to be overly ambitious, and there's so many amazing things to highlight in Asheville and the surrounding area. Um, but kind of how we've organized the festival, it's kind of a three, three-legged three stool. So we've got Pickled in the Park, which is the grand tasting tent event that's going to have chefs and makers um, from not only Asheville, um, but visiting from the southeast who are going to be doing demos and tastings and everybody with their ticket price to Pickled in the Park gets to eat and drink to their heart's content. There's also a demo stage, which is going to feature some amazing talent, both local celebrities here from Asheville, as well as visiting um, people. The The latest exciting news um, that was announced yesterday was Jose Andres is going to be in Asheville part of Chow Chow, um, celebrating Asheville and our culinary landscape um, and cooking paella with Katie Button all weekend. So that's we're super excited about that. Um, tons of other exciting um, 
people on the stage, you know, telling, tell, sharing a little bit about Southern food. Um, Vivian Howard from A Chef's Life. Um, lots of other exciting folks. She is hilarious, by the way, if you she haven't had a chance to get her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the second leg is the seminars and demos, and that's where people can really learn um, and get involved in, in Southern food. So there'll be pie-making demos and picnic demos. Um, I'll be hosting some chocolate makers from around the country to get deep in chocolate. Um, and, you know, those are all super affordable, you know, generally starting at 20 bucks a person, so really um, easy to get involved there. And then finally... Um, we're really excited about the signature events, and that's where you really get out of, um, you know, a tasting tent or a hotel, and you get into Asheville, and you get to get involved, get your hands dirty, learn, play, eat, um, and experience what makes this place so special. So there's about 20 different events. Um, you know, between all those three categories, you can really customize and tailor your experience at Chow Chow to what you're passionate about and what you're interested in. Wow, that is really big. I want to ask you, because I've heard this word in the um, reference to Chow Chow, makers. Mm-hmm. So that's not a word that we all use. It's it's kind of becoming now a little bit more mainstream, but um Somebody here, describe for us, uh, maybe you, Connie, what exactly does makers mean? Sure, yeah. Um, so uh, I'll kind of backtrack a little bit and just give a, a little overview of um, Asheville's craft history. Um, when um, when my husband, he grew up in Massachusetts, but when he started working in clay, he kind of looked all over the country and um, tried to figure out where to head to um, to further his career in clay. Uh, And there was no better place to do that than in North Carolina. North Carolina is just so materially rich from um, the immense biodiversity we have in our forests with so many different types of wood and with so much clay in the ground, so many rocks, minerals, gems. I mean, this longstanding uh, history and tradition of of craft, Um, especially in Appalachia where we are, um, we're, you know, back in the day and still today, it's it's a, a kind of a was a poor, hard scrabble area, and so people in the mountains were extremely resourceful. Um, were some of the the leaders in um, oral traditions and passing down crafts um, and craft legacies to their family to um, to make a beautiful life with very little resources. And all of that really um, contributed to this hotbed of of the makers movement um, right here in our hometown. Um, and so when Alex started off in Pittsburgh um, making pottery, he just kind of naturally gravitated back toward the Asheville area because there was this huge community of people who were making things with their hands and who were understanding how those handmade objects can contribute to a dynamic um, life that you could have objects you could pass down to your children and that would be imbued with this just kind of like the rich tapestry of like all of like life's mess and beauty. Um, and so here in town, we have glass blowers and basket weavers and um, textile artists and potters, lots of potters. Um, and all of those people are making work that can really contribute to how we eat and drink and how we gather around a table with each other. Um, and so when when JL and Katie asked me to be part of this festival, I was, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of part of the food world, but more of like a, we're ves- we make vessels for food, but we don't make food, food ourselves. But I was, I loved the idea idea of being able to bring the people who make things for the table and not just who make things to to consume um, to start that conversation of how all of those pieces weave together to create a, a more beautiful, rich, connected life. Um, and Chow Chow, we have so we're all of every single event, every single signature event and the um, the Pickled in the Park events are going to weave in all of the makers um, to the programming. So I was just taking a look. I, I, I'm still 
surprised by how many um, people the the program team have have been able to assemble. Um, and I had to do a little Google searching because I read on there that Yoko Morris from EchoView Fiber Mill um, is going to be weaving or um, spinning yarn directly from an Angora rabbit. <laughs> I was like, that that has to be a typo. What on earth are they talking about? And sure enough, there's Yoko Morris. She has she she raises rabbits um, at her farm at home, and she's going to have her rabbits just sitting on her lap, mm-hmm. um, spinning <laughs> spinning yarn um, from from the rabbit um and so just just things like we are going to be having glass blowers there the north carolina glass center um folks will be there um, doing glass blowing in the pickled in the park event um just i'm really excited there's so much to see and do it's going to be um just such a huge undertaking yeah <laughs> and really a way to connect our community um I want when we come back from the break. I want to talk more about um, your fundraising mission because that's so important. And I think the the main um, mission here of what I'm hearing from all of you is that you have come together to create uh, a community within our community mm-hmm. as part of our community. That must feel really good, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, when we come back, we'll pick right up where we're talking now. I want to hear more. I'm, I have to say, getting a little bit hungry already. <laughs> um, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here today talking about Chow Chow. This is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. Airports and airplanes are filled with busy travelers, especially this time of year. And this is also a time of year when nasty bugs are traveling with us. Air travel is at an all-time high, and there is often little time in between flights to prepare the inside of the airplanes for the next group of travelers. So come prepared. Bring a travel-sized packet of disinfecting wipes with you and take a moment to wipe down the tray table, safety card, overhead light and air controls, and any other surface you will be touching. A travel-sized container of hand sanitizer is also advisable. By keeping your hands clean, you reduce your risk of contracting an unwanted illness during your travels. Thanks for listening. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Hi, I'm Melody, and I want to tell you about my camper van rental service in Asheville, North Carolina. If you enjoy camping and road trips or want to try out van life for yourself, you might want to check us out. You can rent a camper van that's pet-friendly, comfortable, and ready for adventure. Look us up on Instagram at urban underscore escape underscore vehicles or visit the website at uevrental.com. At Urban Escape Vehicles, we are adventure driven. Every story has its beginning, a starting point from which it wanders the long and winding road, weaving its way toward the final word. It is on this road where the greatest moments often lie, where memories are made, lessons are learned, and where experiences can be valued forever. Each story is a journey, blind to what lies ahead and conditioned by the road behind. While the destination may or may not be known, each journey is unique, unfolding in the moment and defined by those at the wheel. Regardless of where your journey takes you, it remains yours to create. Embrace the journey. Find your ride at PrestigeSubaru.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You're listening 
here to, um, we've got J.L. Radican from French Broad Chocolate, yum. <laughs> Kevin Barnes, Ultimate Ice Cream, yum. <laughs> Connie, you've got the vessel, like <laughs> you said. I think that's great. How else can we eat but right off of somebody's handmade craft. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about Chow Chow in relation to um, the free programs and some of the areas that people can come to and and maybe hang out. Um, Kevin, what what about that? How's that going to work? Well, Pickled in the Park at Pack Square, that's where we're going to be holding the grand tasting. But there's a lot there that you can do for free. There's going to be the food truck rodeo with a, a, a rotating group of food trucks, different trucks, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We are going to have the Maker's Market where you can purchase. You can purchase plates. You can purchase spices. You know, there's going to be so many things there. We're still curating that list so we don't have anything final to tell you. But um, it's going to be wonderful. There's going to be music craft demonstrations there's going to be blacksmiths and glass blowers and weavers as connie was talking about before and that's all free yeah so you know it's it's uh, um lovely things that you can do coming downtown Asheville on a friday saturday sunday afternoon well the whole town is going to be buzzing i mean it's going to be reminiscent of some of the festivals we've had in the past yeah but unlike come. any of them as well mm -hmm. exactly yeah. right yeah and Connie, talk a little bit about um, some of the some of the guests mm -hmm. who are coming because we were talking earlier about um, you know going to a food festival. Yeah, you're tasting food. You've you, but we're you're looking at this little corner of our mm -hmm. southern Appalachia, mm -hmm. and yet you've got uh, Jose coming. Mm -hmm. There's there's going to be you know even Katie talking about. Paella. Mm -hmm. That's not something you just go into a restaurant and order, mm -hmm. except in Asheville. <laughs> so yeah. tell us a little about that. Sure. I think what we're, we're really excited about um, about the festival is that we do have big names like Jose Andres. We have Vivian Howard. Um, we who Edward Lee. Ashley Christensen. Ashley Christensen. Um, um, Andrea Roosting. We have some big, big names um, in food and beverage uh, coming to celebrate with us. But what I think is even more exciting is we're getting to getting a chance to shed light on some of the people who are doing really incredible work with food and beverage um, in our own Nashville community who are doing it kind of silently with their heads down, just really focused on what they're doing and contributing in such a big, big way um, to both uh, telling stories about our Appalachian, um, our, our region's cuisine, and um, really providing um, opportunities for people in our community to um, reinvest in food and beverage in a way that that they've, in other places, have been not allowed to do so. So for instance, um, kind of a late joiner, but really excited to have him, um, a fellow named Dave Smoke McCluskey, um, who's a Mohawk um, chief, uh, chef and um, travels the country teaching about indigenous foods. Um, he, as he says, preaches the gospel of the three sisters, um, corn, beans, and squash. And so he's going to be talking about um, how the indigenous food culture still kind of creeps in and how we get the need to preserve it um, and celebrate it more often. So he's going to be doing a pasole, focusing on um, heirloom corn varieties that grow in the region. Um, we're going to be having a really awesome event. Are there a few tickets left to the on the block event? Because that one sold out. Things are selling out, so you better get your tickets. If any of these things sound appealing, get on it. Because um, there's an event um, with uh, Ashley Shanti and um, and the folks from the YMI Cultural Center, um, and they'll be doing a 
big soul food celebration uh, and talking about the contributions of the black community to Asheville uh, and really excited about having hood huggers join us for that event. Um, so, yeah, so we have big, big names in the food world, but also we are really wanting to focus on the people who are here in Asheville just doing really incredible things. Well, let's talk a little about the people who are here in Asheville and the the fact that this is a, a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. You set it up as a nonprofit. So, Jill, tell us a little bit about how that works. And, Kevin, I'd like to talk to you, too, to um, come in and talk a little bit about uh, this mission and why you went that route as you were formulating this festival. Well, I say that overall we're looking at this event as, like you said, a cultural experience and a way to celebrate our community. Um, so, you know, we do hope to have an economic impact on the creative economy here in Asheville. Um, But the goal of the festival is not to make money. It's to celebrate the people who are a part of creating um, this this really special community. Um, So, you know, that setting it up as a nonprofit was just um, it felt it it was the only way to go. It was the right thing to do. Um, We're, you know, honestly, creating a festival is really complicated (laughs) and really hard. Um, We are all donating our time. We're all volunteer board members, um, super passionate about what we're doing, what we're bringing to Asheville. Um, but in the first year, our goal is break even. We're hoping to just <laughs> make it to another year. Um, and beyond that, our bigger goal, our greater goal is to really have um, an impact on the nonprofits in our community, especially relating to food. Um, you can't talk about the amazing food culture we have in Asheville without looking at the underbelly and talking about hunger and some of the the issues and struggles we have around um, food security in our community. So we really want to um, bring attention to the efforts of MANA Food Bank, of Food Connection, and of all of the amazing nonprofits, organizations in our community that are doing super important work here. Kevin, do you have anything you'd like no, to add ab- to that? Absolutely. You know, it it was a natural fit for us to partner with Mana Food Bank. You know, they are such an amazing organization. You know, they, they have 41,000 meals a day they provide here in Western North Carolina. And that kind of stuff kind of flies under the radar of most people that we have that level of food insecurity in our area. And we just really, we want to... You know, it's many fold, but we want to educate the community on what the food needs are in this area and help provide a solution for it and do it in a fun way. You know, I, I think that that's that pretty much sums up right there what we're wanting to do. Yeah. Well, I think what you're doing pretty much sums up what Asheville and our community is really all about. Um, that is what Appalachia is about. People working together, being That's together, exactly. creating community. And you've taken that to a level that you're bringing it to the streets and sharing it with everybody. I commend your hard work and all the passion that you're putting into it. And I'm excited that... Connie, I want to talk a little bit more about these makers mm-hmm. because we're talking now about people who are, um, you know, working with their hands, mm-hmm. not only in the food industry, but but behind the scenes, too, and making mm-hmm. the, like you said, these vessels. And, you know, this is part of our culture and heritage mm-hmm. here in Western North Carolina and Appalachian. Talk a little bit more about that. Sure. Yeah. So um, Asheville really was ahead of the game with um, now when you look at big restaurants in New York and Los Angeles, you see people starting to care more about the the 
things that they put on the table. And so they're reaching out to potters and glassmakers and things like that to um, to make their to, to show that level of consideration, not only for their food, but for also the the crafts. But I mean, you know, the, it's really expensive to put that sort of stuff on a restaurant's table. And most restaurants can't afford that. Um, it's really hard to compete against a 49 cent Ikea plate um, that are being mass produced when you're opening a restaurant. Um, but Asheville, um, the chefs here have been wildly supportive of the craft community um, much, much earlier than than in other regions. And so we started, um, it was much easier for us as makers to break into restaurants, break into the markets here than it was in restaurants that did have a lot more disposable income. Um, and so what I love about um, the Asheville community, just like you were saying, is that the the industries understand how we're all connected and we're, we're really thinking about the, the values the, the that bridge us together and how if you're going to care about the way you grow food, that needs to also translate to the way you make other objects, how you treat people, how you treat your employees. And so it's all, yeah, it's just all connected. I love the connectedness. It's it's so Asheville. Mm-hmm. It's what we do. And mm-hmm. you're continuing that tradition. How can somebody get more information about Chow Chow? Yeah. Um, Well, the website is chowchowashville.com, and on that website you'll find not only the schedule, um, that's where you can buy tickets, there are a few sample agendas if you're overwhelmed by by so many choices, there are some curated um, days that you can look at and be inspired by. Mm -hmm. Well, I am so excited. We've got Kevin and Connie and Jail here talking about Chow Chow. Go to the website, that's ch. O-W-C-H-O-W-Asheville.com. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Your adventures don't stay in one place, so why should you? Take a road trip in a camper van that's pet-friendly, comfortable, and ready for adventure. Urban Escape Vehicles is a camper van rental service in Asheville, North Carolina. For some local camping ideas, check us out on Instagram at urban underscore escape underscore vehicles or visit uevrental.com and use coupon code radio to receive a 20% discount on your first camper van rental. That's uevrental.com. It's summertime in Subieville, which means it's time for adventure here in western North Carolina. Or more aptly, time to get outdoors and outgoing down a road less traveled. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. And off the beaten path, nothing says tough like the tried and true reliability of an all-wheel drive Subaru. There's a reason why 97% of Subarus sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today and ready for the next adventure. Discover the beauty of all-wheel drive at Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road, Nashville, or visit us online at PrestigeSubaru.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball, your host, and I am really excited to be here today talking about Chow Chow, our newest event, uh, unlike anything else in Asheville. And I'll tell you, you know, it's really warming my heart to hear about um, 
your mission, that you're coming from this in a people-to-people perspective. Kevin, give us a little bit of of an idea of how you came together and even started to brainstorm such an idea. Well, this idea has been kicking around for a few years. And, you know, but that's all it was. It was just a bunch of ideas. And then finally, this group of folks coalesced and and made it something real. And that started, I don't know, 12, 14 months ago. So, you know, we've done a lot of work in a short amount of time to make this happen. And, um, and we wanted it to be beautiful out of the box and, you know, not do something tiny, tiny, and then grow on it. We wanted, we wanted it all uh, in the beginning. And, you know, that's what folks can come downtown and experience. And you're getting a lot of support from the community. It we sounds are indeed. like people yes. are backing you and coming in and saying, hey, we love this idea. Right, because, you know, we're values-based. We're not money-based. So, you know, of course, money makes it all work, but, you know, it's it's our values that are pushing this festival. That's what's doing it. You know, everything from helping man a food bank to making sure there's not one wasted bit of food from the festival. Everything's going to be donated. Everything is compostable. You know, we have a goal of, uh, you know, minimal to zero trash that is created from this event. And it's... You know, we're just excited to be able to do something like this on such a scale. It is such a scale. And, you know, sustainability and um, longevity, being able to to continue to create community around values. And, Connie, something that you were talking about, too, was um, the way that uh, the – the makers and the the chefs and the people who are here. Asheville is such a unique uh, city, mm-hmm. a region, mm-hmm. you know, not just saying Asheville, but mm-hmm. Western North Carolina, in that, you know, these traditions go way back and that there have always been people doing important work, but they're doing it quietly mm-hmm. because it's not we're not in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. We're not in New York. This is in Chicago. Let's talk a little bit about that because all of you in your own way are doing really important work. The the work that you're doing um, in our community. It, let's talk a little bit, all of you really, about how bringing in these players mm-hmm. who we maybe just take for granted mm-hmm. are here and how that all is good is going to contribute to this bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, one of the things that I love about Asheville is our spirit of collaboration and how, you know, people who could be um, seen as one's competitor are seen as friends and as people to help solve problems and, um, and, and be a source of support. Um, so, like you said, we've gotten a lot of support from the community, both inside and in the greater Southern food community, um, and that is contributing to a real richness of the experiences that are being built. I mean, I think we have over 280 participants in this event, and that means when you get a ticket to one of the signature events or one of the seminars, you're getting three or 12 um, different collaborators, people who are coming together to each contribute their unique gift to create something bigger than is, you know, bigger than the individual and creating something beautiful that can only happen when people work together. And you all do, in your own way, work together. Kevin, we were talking about your 
unbelievably delicious strawberry ice cream mm-hmm. and and how you outsource with the farmers and you know that's such a beautiful part of what makes this region so right. rich and 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 even to elaborate on what JL was saying you know they they've opened up a, an ice creamery and I got a call on a Saturday I'm having a problem with my ice cream maker what should I do? And like, we talked through it and it was like, so, you know, we're not competitors like that. And there, there are folks that come to Asheville and they see the community here and they see how we collaborate. They say, how do you do that? It's not like that where I live. And I don't have an answer for them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's about, it's just about caring. You know, we're, we're all doing this together. We're all rising up together and, and creating this environment. So, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it feels great. So like we right now we're in a position where we can't take on custom work. So when we get people asking about, well, where can I get this thing made? It's it feels great to be able to recommend other potters in the area. We send a lot of people to to the Bright Angle, who's an amazing company here who can do custom porcelain work. Um, and it's just like, why wouldn't you want to to spread that love? Um, it feels so mean spirited to think <laughs> of, like of any other way. And then even across industries too, like um, Connie and I are working together. Um, they're launching a new glaze on tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And we're hosting their their glaze launch party at the creamery. So even, you know, there's definitely that spirit of friendliness within industries. And then, you know, just how can we each lift each other up mm-hmm. across industries as well? Yeah. Well, you are the models for so many. And this festival is going to reflect that spirit and that working together and then and that collaborative uh, tone that that is so important, not just here in Asheville. We want this to be something that's mirrored uh, nationwide, mm-hmm. worldwide, you know, in our own way, mm-hmm. uh, food and, and craft all are part of building a much, much larger relationship mm-hmm. and maybe someday even peace. Mm-hmm. I mean... Mm-hmm. So coming down to the festival, um, tell us again, it's it's in September, September 12th through the 15th, three days, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. 13 through 15. Yeah. yeah. 13 through 15. You can come mm-hmm. early if you want. Yeah, come on <laughs> down. Yeah. Lots of restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking for volunteers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there are lots of ways to get involved, and you can sign up to be a volunteer on the website. And the website, again, is chowchowashville.com. So, Kevin, what do you think is going to be, I mean, what are you looking forward to the most when all this hard work is realized and everybody's down there having a good time? What 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 are you looking forward to? You know, when, when I think about it, I think about what it's going to be like those three days under the Grand Tasting Tent with all of these amazing folks, you know, celebrities and locals alike. And and just the, the collaborating that's going to happen and the food that's going to be there and the arts and the crafts. And, you know, that to me is like if you want if you want a, a, an experience of what Asheville is, that's what I would suggest mm-hmm. is, you know, is, is like, you know, the other stuff is beautiful as well, of course. But, you know, you would get like the full a full picture of what we have to offer. By doing that. Yeah. The pickled, either one, Friday or Saturday, both are going to be great days. Right. So, yeah. Well, and then also would li- like to share that on Sunday, right. Pickled in the Park has a special local rate. So on Friday and Saturday, the tickets are $125. But on Sunday for locals, it's $75. So it's $50 off the ticket price. Yeah. Oh, that is so nice. So that's really giving everybody a way to to get down and, and be a part of 
this wonderful uh, event that's happening. Well, I can't thank you all enough. Uh, Chef Katie Button, she's going to be making paella right out yes, there she is. with Jose. That is going to be spectacular. I hope somebody's going to be yeah, filming be this for the op- Food Channel. Right. <laughs> it's going to be on an open fire, too. I mean, you know, it's going to be very dramatic out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be like being in another part of the world right here in our own backyard. Well, Jail and and Connie and Kevin, thank you so much for being on the on the show today and um, telling us more about Chow Chow and what's going to be happening there. This is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel. Go out and have a really great week. Go to the website. Tell us again, you guys. What's the website? ChowChowAsheville.com. ChowChowAsheville.com. You can find us on social media as well. ChowChowAsheville. Yes. At yes. ChowChow underscore AVL. There you go. Mm-hmm. And it's ChowChow. C-H-O-W. ChowChow. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Who came up with that name? I want to know. Like the relish. You did, Connie? I did. Wow. <laughs> that was a good the one. The board got behind it, though. <laughs> well, go out. Get your tickets. Check out their website. You know, think about um, food. Think about what we can all do in our community. Uh, Mana Food Bank is here to help everybody. They they have so many wonderful programs. There's so many opportunities for everybody to get involved. Check out Mana Food Bank. You know, go out and have a wonderful week. Get your tickets to Chow Chow. And remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. 